Happy Prediction Friday, everybody. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I am your host, Austin Gerke. You know the drill. Even for the ones that are new, you know the drill. It's Friday. Time to pick everything. And I mean everything. We're going to do baseball. We're going to do football, college, and pro. And we're going to do the playoff races as we are slowly inching towards the start of the playoffs slowly. I mean, I'll highlight th- I'll highlight the three ga- the three picks for each day, and then be out. That's how ba- the baseball one's gonna work. For the college football ones, I'm gonna do something a little different. Normally, I just th- throw it at a dartboard and tell you what games to go. Okay, here, here, here. Take the points here. Confidence points here. There's four. You know, if you haven't caught on already, for the college football fans that already know this. There are four time win- time windows based on your time zone. You know, I'm going to use the West Coast time zone as the example because this is where I do the show from. But there's four windows that you pick the games from. You have the 9 in the morning window, so noon Easter. You have the 12 o'clock window, 3 Easter. You have the 4 o'clock window, 7 Easter. And then you have the 7 o'clock window, which is 10 Eastern, which is when all us Pac-12ers that live out on the West Coast and all the Mountain Westers, that's when all our glory is. So what I'm going to do for the college football picks a little differently this time, I'm going to pick one game from each of those windows, maybe two, depending on how juicy of a matchup it is. I'll pick two games from each window. And who I pick, you will take. No confidence points, no line needed. Again, the line I'm using is the same line ESPN uses, courtesy of Caesars Sportsbook, which is not the official line of the Austin's Audit podcast. But eventually, if you're watching out there in Vegas, you know what to do. All right, so let's get this show on the road. Uh, yeah, I have my phone in my... I forgot I had my phone in my pocket. Um, let's go ahead and get this show on the road. For my NASCAR fans... It is Bristol, baby. By the way, they came out with the news this morning for my NASCAR fans. Uh, The 2024 races for next year, none of them will be on dirt, which means both of those races will be on the original concrete slash asphalt surface. For that, I applaud Bristol. Why? Because you're not a dirt track. We need to knock it off with these novelty races. I know in round two we have the Roval and that'll happen in three weeks. But these are novelties. We need to stop racing at these things. That's not going to get more people to watch the sport. It's not. So I'm glad Bristol made the move for the 2024 season where both the races that they'll have next year will all be on the original concrete surface. They won't be doing the dirt race. Good. I never liked it. That was such, it was always a bet. I get it. For some of you that were like, yeah, that, but that was great racing. For who? Really, for who? You know, it didn't showcase everybody and how talented they were. It's just like, okay, who's great at dirt? There you go. Those were your winners. And that's a, that's a very small pool to choose from. So, yeah, I may be a hater in the NASCAR community when it comes to this, but I am super glad that Bristol is doing that. So, speaking of Bristol, again, back to the original topic I had. Uh, The night race ends round one of the playoffs 
If you get eliminated from this round, you are eliminated from the championship contention. Granted, you can still race out the final seven races, but you will not be eligible to compete for a championship. So with this, let's go ahead. I'm going to open up the standings for you. I'm going to open up the playoff standings for you because I'm going to do this a little differently. Just slightly differently. i got to find the NASCAR app again. There you go. Um, what I'm going to do, my NASCAR fans, is not only pick the winner of the race, the main choice and the backup, but also I'm going to tell you who of the four will get eliminated tomorrow night. So let's go ahead, take a look at the standings, go into the playoff standings. As of now, uh, to two... The four on the outside looking in, Martin Truex, Bubba Wallace, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., and Michael McDowell. Uh, as far as who's going to get eliminated, I'll go backwards here. Michael McDowell, Ricky Stenhouse, and Bubba, I think of the, the other driver that's going to get eliminated, I hate to say this considering I am a Kevin Harvick guy, but seven points at Bristol, Anything can happen. You know, last year he had to win his way in. It didn't work out because his pit crew screwed him up last year. But seven points is just an easy gap for Martin Truex. I know he's had a rough go of it these the first two weeks of these playoffs. But all it takes is one good finish for Martin Truex and he can point his way in. So I do think Kevin Harvick will be on the outside looking in. Going into the round of 12. I hope not. But. I'm going to go with. Kevin Harvick as the fourth guy out. So it'll be. Bubba. It'll be Bubba Wallace. Michael McDowell. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. And then Kevin Harvick. At the end of Bristol. Now as far as who's going to win the race. I'm going to go with the guy who won it the last time they raced at Bristol. On a Saturday night. It was Chris Buescher. I know. He had a flat tire at Kansas, but, you know, it's Bristol. The RFK cars have been pretty decent on short tracks, so I'm going to go with the defending race winner this time around. I'll go with Chris, I'll go with Chris Buescher, and then the backup choice. Watch for a huge bounce-back day for Martin Truex. I do think he, will, he won't win his way in. That will be the backup choice if, let's say, Buescher gets a flat tire and he loses a bunch of points. I think his gap will be too big for him to fall out of the top 12. But I'm going to go with Chris Buescher to win. Backup choice will be Martin Shurex. So for my NASCAR fans, those are your picks for tomorrow, which is a cutoff race. And then next week, it all begins again at the round 12, which starts the round at Texas. So giddy up, everybody. Let's go. Alright, so for my NASCAR fans, that's your news and picks for this weekend. Let's go ahead and now start everything else. Baseball picks, I'm going to rapid fire this quickly. Uh, during the week, I gave you guys three picks, but now we're back to the Friday thing, which is I'll give you one pick for each day. Today, take the Orioles over the Rays at home, and hopefully the Orioles will maintain the AL East lead. Look, if Tampa wins, I don't care who ends up second in the AL East. They're going to come out of that wild card series facing each other anyway. So this is going to be either 
This is going to be an ALDS preview, and so far it's been the closest I've seen these two look all year. So I'm going to go with the Orioles. I think their starting pitching will be good enough to keep up with the Rays. So I'm going to go 3-2 to two. Orioles over the Rays. Tomorrow, the next pick I want you to see out for tomorrow is the... Gotta find that one. Oh, there it is. Cubs, D-backs, huge matchup in the NL wildcard, mainly for the D-backs. I'm going to go with the D-backs at home. I know the Cubs have been struggling, but they're comf they're three games up on that final wildcard spot. They might lose the tiebreaker Arizona, but I don't think it'll matter with two weeks to go. So take the D-backs at home, 4-2. to two. And for the Sunday nighter, let's wrap it through this really quick. Again, it'll be Cubs D-backs on Sunday night. Take the Cubs in the final game of that series. So take the D-backs tomorrow and take the Cubs on Sunday. So those will be your picks for this weekend. Again, Orioles today, D-backs tomorrow, Cubs on Sunday. Those are your winners, at least the prime winners for this weekend. Now, after this weekend, we'll have a better and maybe clearer picture of how the postseason looks. And I'll recap, for that, recap that for you guys on Monday's show. Now, let's get to the moment of truth. Let's get to the college football section of things. Remember, I pre I prefaced this at the beginning of the episode. I'm going to give you guys one to two picks in each of Saturday's games in each window in order for you guys to decide for yourself. Uh, before I do that, though, let's go ahead and give you guys the picks for tonight because there are some games on tonight I might watch them who knows oh wow there's three on tonight wow uh Virginia and Maryland underway right now on FS1 in fact it just got underway I'm gonna take the Terps to win at home I'll take UTSA over Army and I'll take Air Force over Utah State let's see the lines for both of those Roadrunners are favored by a touchdown Take those points, easy, easy. And Air Force over Utah State, Air Force favored by nine and a half. Um, it'll be a lot bigger than nine and a half. I'll take it. Air Force going away, 25 to 25, 14, or 28, 14. That'll be easy, 28, 14. Just a pure guess, but take Air Force. I think it'll be a little bit bigger than nine and a half. All right, so let's get to it with Saturday's games. Okay, Memphis did beat Navy. That was the other check I wanted to make sure. But let's go ahead, go through these games. In the nine o'clock window, take Florida State over Boston College. Take. Where are we? Take Utah over, oh wait, that's the 11 o'clock window, so 9 to 11. So 9 to 11, that counts too. So take Utah over Weber State, easy win there. And then take Notre Dame over Central Michigan. Take, I, I mean, this is hopefully, or not hopefully, this is the last week of all these little easy peasy lemon squeezy games. So for the 9 to 11 window before noon, uh, take Notre Dame, Utah, and Florida State 
as your winners there. In the 12 to 3 window, let's go ahead and jump in there. Take Georgia over. Where are we at? Take Georgia over South Carolina, Alabama over South Florida. And by the way, what I tell you, Alabama's made the change, so Milrow will not be the starter for the Tide against South Florida. That should be an easy win for Alabama in Tampa going away. So take South take Georgia over South Carolina, Alabama over South Florida. And let's go a little bit deeper just to be a little safe. Just to take just to take the safe picks. We're in the one window. Uh take Tennessee over Oh wait, that's the, just at the four o'clock window. So let me go back a little bit. Take UCLA over NC Central. Again, so take the Bruins, take the Tide, and take the Dogs. Those are your winners in that window. In the 4-7 to seven window, take, U, uh, take Tennessee over Florida. Uh, let's see. The, this window is pretty bad. Let's see. Rice over Texas Southern. Wow, these are pretty bad. Michigan over Bowling Green. Ole Miss over Georgia Tech. And let me do one more. Texas. Actually, let me do two more. Texas over Wyoming. And Oregon over Hawaii. And that's at the 5 o'clock. So we're still in that good range there. Let's see. Look at the 6 o'clock. Okay, good. So that'll, that won't touch there. So for the 4 to 7 window... Go with Michigan over Bowling Green. Take, see, I already lost myself. Four o'clock window. Tennessee over Florida. Michigan over Bowling Green. And Hawaii over Oregon and Texas over Wyoming. Those are your picks there. Now in the 7 o'clock window, I wasted an entire episode on this rivalry. I might as well put it in the list, right? So let's go all the way to the 7 o'clock game in Boulder. Colorado, Colorado State. Colorado favorite at 23.5. Easy, easy pick. Again, I'm not a huge fan of Dion, but I'm starting to, it's starting to get my attention. But wait until conference play, but this should be an easy win for the Buffs. Go Colorado over Colorado State. And one more just for the hell of it. Kansas over Nevada in Reno. So I'll take the Jayhawks over the Wolfpack. So those are your two games in the 7 o'clock window. Colorado over Colorado State and Kansas over Nevada. That, those are your picks for the late, late window for today. So those are your picks there. Let's wrap this up with, yeah, I got some time for this. Let's wrap this up with the NFL picks. And by the way, for last night, I told you Vikings fans... Your team needs to not needed to not turn the ball over in order to have a chance. Four turnovers. By the way, that was the sloppiest first quarter I have seen really since Thursday night football became a thing. 
where they made it a regular thing instead of the occasional you had Thanksgiving and then every once in a while it was Christmas. But ever since uh, Thursday night became a thing where they would play it every week, that was the sloppiest first quarter I've seen. It was 3 nothing Philly, yet there was as many turnovers as points. That's bad. That's really, really bad. I know I know. Jalen Hurts had, what, three touch or four touchdowns, something strange. Two of those were on those little, that little rugby scrum QB sneak, which is dang near unfair. You can't even, the dude wasn't even touched when he ran those. It, it, it's just not fair. But for my Viking fans, you're 0-2. Yes, Justin Jefferson had another solid day. But four turnovers, seven turnovers in two games, that's not going to win you the NFC North. And with each Minnesota Viking game I see, it's making me really lean towards Green Bay or Detroit now. But, you know, it's a week-to-week thing. But that's my recap as to last night. Let's go ahead and get you guys to wrap up the week here in the NFL. Let me get the picks. And then let's get out of here. Alright, I'm going with the Packers over the Falcons, the Bills over the Raiders, the Bengals over the Ravens. The Ravens lose three more due to injury. Joe Burrow did practice yesterday, at a, maybe at a limited capacity, but he did practice. Will it be a little better? Has his calf healed enough to where he could go? I I hope, but the Ravens injury is too much. No K, uh, J.K. Dobbins for the rest of the year. Again... Here's the injury bug. It's biting Baltimore in the ass again. So, go with the Bengals over the Ravens purely for that reason. Lions over the Seahawks. The it team in the NFL will go to 2-0. I'll take the Lions over the Seahawks. Chargers over the Titans. The Bucks over the Bears. Look, I know Bears fans. You did score more points in a loss than the Bucks did in a win. The Bears scored 24 in a loss and the Bucks scored 20 in a win. So actually, you have more points scored so far this year than the Bucks do. And Biker Mayfield does have a little shoulder injury, which scares me a little bit. But he did practice yesterday. And just, just limit your limit your stiff arms and your angry runs to when we need you, which is late in the fourth. So please, just. Don't hurt your shoulder again, Baker. That's it. As far as that game goes, the Bucks should win. I'm not saying they're going to score 30, but if they can at least get 20 again, then yeah, I could see that happening. Maybe two turnovers and Justin Fields will guarantee at least two. So I'll go with the Bucks over the Bears. Uh, let me give you a score there. 24-21. 24-21 Bucks over the Bears. Chiefs over the Jaguars. Huge news out of Kansas City today. Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones will be available to play against the Jaguars. And that's where, hopefully, this team will finally wake up. And they'll actually play better than they did on opening night. But I'll go with the Chiefs over the Jags. I'll go with the Colts over the Texans. 
The Niners over the Rams. In fact, this is the first time in NFL history I saw this uh, while scrolling Instagram the other day. This is the matchup for the first time in NFL history where a number one overall pick takes on mystery relevant. So, if there's a reason at all, there's your watch point there. Um, I'm going to go with number one. I'm going to go with mystery relevant. Brock Purdy, just too much, too much talent all over the place for San Francisco. So I'll take the Niners over the Rams. I'll take the Giants over the Cardinals and the Cowboys over the Jets. Boy, how has this changed for the Jets? Four plays, you now have Zach Wilson, and trust me, he did not play well. That defense is going to be... That defense is going to have to carry the load if the Jets have a chance at all. They need... Need Zach Wilson to give and that offense to give you 17 points. That's it. 17 points and hope to God that Zach Wilson can give you at least one or two touchdowns. That's it. That's how the Jets can beat the Cowboys, but I don't see that happening at all. I take the Cowboys over the Jets and the Broncos over the Commanders. And then for the Sunday Nighter, I'm taking the Dolphins over the Patriots. I know the Bill Belichick will find a way to stymie Tyree Kill, but I think expect a huge day for all you fantasy nerds. Expect a huge day for Jalen Waddle. So, if you're if you have Jalen Waddle on your fantasy team, expect a huge day from him. So those are your picks for Sunday. Again, rapid fire, no commentary this time. Dolphins, Broncos, Cowboys, Giants, Niners, Colts, Chiefs, Bucks. Chargers, Lions, Bengals, Bills, and the Packers. Those are your winners for Sunday. And with that, I'm logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys tomorrow, or not even tomorrow. Uh, Have a good weekend, and I will see you guys Monday. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreaser, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well, or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can only watch this show on Rumble. It's the exclusive home for the video portion of this show. You can either do that by going on to rumble.com on your desktop computer, or you can go to, or you can download the Rumble app in the Google Play or Apple App Stores. You can even download it onto your TV. If you have a smart TV or an Apple box or a Fire Stick, download the Rumble app and search for the username AD Gerke. That's A D G as in girl, E H R K E. Again, that's A D G as in girl, E H R K E. And third time is the tar- charm, A D G E H R K E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have every single episode of this show. Like, comment, and share so we can sneak up the algorithms. And speaking of algorithms, you can follow this show on social media. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast page on Facebook. The Instagram hashtag of the same name, the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Austin Spamonte, yours truly, Austin Gerke, at Austin Spamonte. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. I got my Instagram handle, 
A is at Ostis Pamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. And for post-episode interaction, you can follow me on X. I almost said Twitter. You can follow me on X at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on X for post-episode interaction. With that, I'm logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out, and I'll see you guys Monday.